It is Monday night, it is 8pm and we are live on the Rangers AF podcast. Thanks to everybody that's tuned in and who is watching and listening, whether it be live or on catch-up. I am Snags and I am joined by my good friend from Portland, Oregon. His name is Riggs. How you doing, Riggs? Good, how are you? Not too bad, mate. What did you think of that intro? Was it alright? Wasn't bad, wasn't bad. You, you gotta, let's go watch some Michael Buffer YouTube videos. I'll you, you can, you can be the expert on that guy, mate. I, I, I've, no, I've no idea who that, who that even is. Um, we were going to be joined by Jeep. He's having some computer problems, you know. Mm. Um, I don't want to get involved because uh, conflict of interest and all that. Right. So um, I'm leaving him to it. And I told him to upgrade to Windows ME. I think he's still using 3.1, but I think he's yeah. on command line, mate. He's, he's knackered. <laughs> he is done. Command line. He is done. So uh, a wee jump out schedule tonight. We're going to discuss obviously the Rangers versus Ross County match on the weekend. Oh, what a game that was. And then we'll look forward to uh, Queen of the South tomorrow night. Will and we? Then, uh, <laughs> I think we will. Uh, and then we'll wrap it up a wee bit uh, after that. Or wrap it up a big bit. I don't know if it's going to be a big big present or a wee present. Who knows? But um, it's all good. So, Driggs, um, let's just dive right in, shall we? So, Rangers versus Ross County, which was Saturday the 27th of August at 3pm. It was live on Rangers TV only, which is one of these annoying things where only Scotland and England have got this 3pm blackout across the world. Why don't they just remove it and bring in the extra revenue? Because, you know, right. if they can afford to make Champions League tickets £500 a pop, then, you know, it might, might add a little bit of, uh, bit of a buffer in there. But anyway, more on that as we uh, as, as, as we get further on. So the Rangers lineup, mate, was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Lundstrom, Lawrence, Wright, Tillman, Kent and Cholak. No, Tillman didn't play, did he? Did I just make that up? No, he played. He did play. Yeah. I thought I'd made that up there. Um, and obviously Rangers ran out 4-0 winners. I had to do you remember the thinking. game? <laughs> I was thinking, shit, these are old notes. Uh, no. Um, yes, I do. I do remember it a wee bit, which is handy because obviously we're going to talk about it. So uh, obviously, mate, there was four goals in the game. One from Lundstrom, two from uh, Cholak. Uh, and one from Davis. Davis. So uh, a nice all-rounded display, and actually, I thought we could have got more. But um, what was your thoughts? What was your thoughts on on the lineup? And uh, I mean, we could have gotten more. Golton could have probably had two more, two on his own. Um, it, it was the lineup didn't have as much change as I thought it would. Right? I thought I thought there'd definitely be a little bit more changing. But uh, it was I was happy with the game overall. Um, I don't remember who it was. Somebody had posted uh, some kind of tactical analytics of Ross County and how they're, the last three games they've allowed the center backs to just... First off, they're man-marking, which is totally weird because Lundstrom was doing a fantastic job of dragging their player out of the midfield and opening up the middle field, midfield. Yeah. And then Ross County was just letting whatever center back had the ball go as far forward as possible. And yeah. I got in an Instagram argument with some guy somewhere in England, and uh, he was discussing about how Ross County manhandled Sands and how he had just had a whole new sound. Game. I don't know if you can hear me. I've got new sound. We're in the middle of the Hi, podcast Jeep. here. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, Jeep. We're, we're chatting, <laughs> mate. Uh... <laughs> so, sorry, Drinks. Please continue. So, anyways, about uh, yeah, how Ross County handled, handled Sands, but I think Ross County was letting the center backs go forward so that they could get one-on-one -on -one isolation in the back. And then just playing a long ball off over the top and hoping for something dumb to happen. But yep. weird, weird tactics. 
weird tactics. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was intriguing for me. Like you say, you know, Lundstrom was was kind of pivotal in a lot of our attacks because he was literally just walking a couple of yards to the right, right. <laughs> pulling pulling the shape. Um, right. And and I think it's the most I've seen both Connor Goldson and James Sands get get forward into the opposition half. Um, yeah. This and last season, I think you know. Right here he is. Here he is. Yes. Can he you hear me? Yes, mate. Can you hear oh, loud and clear? Right. We're only twelve minutes late. I apologise, folks. My it's computer right. is empty. Want to buy our computer? No, no. You need it to do this. So, do you want to buy an upgrade? Maybe. I need it to start working. Is what I need it. Aye, true that. True yes. that, mate. It's usually, usually helps. Oh, what have I missed, boys? What have I missed? Uh, well, <laughs> oh, it's interesting that you should mention that, mate, because we've literally just started talking about the Ross County game. So maybe you could, you know. By the powers of the internet, interject now and give us your thoughts on the game. <laughs> I thought it was very good. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a good game. I thought we played really well. Um, we see this well. Uh, I was uh, I was happy at the fact that we didn't let up. I thought we were uh, ruthless. Uh, that I thought we we kept going, which um, I think after European games, especially especially tough away European games, uh, it was a, a really hard game last Thursday. Um, sometimes. The weekend after your game, you can be a bit sluggish and a bit heavy-legged and sometimes mentally fatigued and stuff. I was really happy with how we played and uh, I, it was a good result. Uh, we were we were sharp, like you said, and um, it took us a, a tiny wee bit of time to get momentum going. But once once we did get momentum going, um, you know, we were we were it was attack after attack and it was and it was lovely. And obviously the Lundstrom the Lundstrom goal was was you know. Part and parcel, John Lundstrom, really, you know, outside the box. Um, it took a wee slight deflection, I think, uh, which obviously fooled the keeper a wee bit. But you know, we'll take it anyway. Um, and that kind of that kind of got us off the mark. Um, but we were just saying, Jim, about you know how um, how Lundstrom was was kind of dictating the play just just by pulling the Ross County man away because they were playing such a tight man, man marking system. We were able to, we were able to manipulate their shape so easily. Um, it should have been, you know, way more than it was. Yeah, I I think the thing. Um was that we, we played with one defensive mid. We didn't have Lundstrom and Kamara, Lundstrom and Jack, the way we've been setting up. Two is not needed when we're playing at Ibrox, when we're playing against uh, teams in Scotland. Arguably, when you're playing Celtic and you're playing European games and stuff like that, uh, you want a couple of male bodies in there. But um, I thought the midfield three, uh, Lundstrom, Lawrence and Tillman, was really, really good. Uh, I thought there was a really good balance to it, really attacking. And see, one thing I will say is, uh, fair play to Ross County, they come to Ibrox and they actually try and play football. They try yeah. and, they, they actually, like, will attempt to come out and all that. They don't just sit in with, like, a low block, a 5-5 or anything like that. Um, aye, and obviously, as soon as we got the first goal, we were we were quite uh, sound after that. Although, I'm not sure how much he's have actually spoke, but I think we were lucky to have 11 men on the park at uh, no That is yeah, a very, very good point. I brought Sorry. that up because I was saying how Ross County was allowing, and not just in the Rangers game, the previous games, allowing centre-backs to go forward with the ball because I think they were doing exactly what happened. They wanted a one-on-one -on -one isolation in the back, and they wanted a ball over the top, and they wanted a decision to be made by the centre-back. And I thought I thought there was just a tangle up with Sands, but he... He clearly had an arm, two arms around the guy, and yeah, it wasn't his best moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's played really well. He's, he's, he's played uh, he's really been, well. The, he was put in a difficult position. He had to do that essentially, right? Because it's like, what right. else is he to Last do? Man. Yeah, you know, Goldson yeah, but, was you know, fucked off up the pitch, and Sands was just back there by himself. 
it's what's the, the thing in the industry. Sorry, go on. Go on no, I was just going to say, I think the thing that went in his favour is the fact that when he actually turns around, the ball hits Sands' head. So I don't know if the referees thought, right, Sands has got his head to the ball and then the two of them have fell. Whereas if you watch it, the ball just hits him. Do you know what? It's, we, def we definitely get away with one. I like that. I like that ball hits his head thing. I I, I don't even that I don't even cross my mind. I just I just saw the I just saw the foul and thought that's it. So. Um, but I know it's what's known in the industry as a John Cena tactical foul. That's what that is. Um, <laughs> and if Simi was here, he would have that. John Cena. Yes, exactly. So good evening to Matty Weir in the chat there. Good evening, mate. Um, evening to Stephen Payton. Good to see you back, mate. Um, thanks for joining us. Playing uh, yeah. Scott brother. Rollo as well. His brother is playing tomorrow. Tonight's mascot, guys. I've got my wee boy Blue here with me. Ah, uh, love Blue. Look at oh, him. Blue. Love Look you, guys. Yes. You good boy? Scott Rollo, no team, no party. Agreed. And Lenny Campbell as well. Nice to see you, lads. Nice to see you too. Thanks for coming along, Lenny. It's always a pleasure to have you um, in the chat. So, Antonio Cholak, you know, absolute scoring machine. Uh, his first goal was a, was a thing of beauty. Um, and I wasn't really sure what he was trying to do. It was almost like a wee scissor kick motion where it just floated and it felt like forever in the air uh, before it nestled into the into the bottom left-hand corner. And then obviously his second goal on 58 minutes was a, a lovely bit of one-touch football, yeah. Ryan Kent and Tom Lawrence. I mean, it was stunning, like nutmegs, everything that you would want in a, in a fast, yeah. quick tempo move with a finish. And it was a perfect striker's goal as well. What's your thoughts on, 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 on the growth and rise of Antonio Cholak? You know, I don't think it's just him too. We, we alluded in the last play there with Kent, Lawrence, and him. I mean, what Lawrence and Tillman have been able to do in the midfield is it when they play that intricate type ball, I mean, you had it the game uh, against PSV where, where Cholak just received the ball from the Kent ping on the ground. I mean, Cholak is so good at receiving the ball and not having a heavy touch. You know, one thing Morelos had, he would occasionally have those horrible touches but would make a goal out of it for whatever reason. But I, I got nothing but praise for Cholak. His work effort on and off the field seems fantastic. Agreed. Um, and actually, you know, it begs the question, is there is there a, a way back for Morelos really when he's in this yeah. kind of form, Jeep? You know what I mean? I definitely. Um, I think for me, I, I said the first few games... Um, that Cholak played, I thought his movement off the ball and that wasn't good enough. I thought he kind of had to like learn how we play, which is fair enough. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not quick um, to write players off. I thought the game, especially away in Belgium, he was really, really poor. But he's got a lot better, and I think he showed that especially at the weekend. Um, his pressing against PSV last week was brilliant as well. Uh, essentially, uh, created the mistake that they made, which led to your goal. And as much as um, in terms of it being his goal, it just looks like a tap-in in that. The work that he put in uh, and the pressure that he applied for us to actually win the ball back, um, the goal wouldn't have happened if, if he hadn't have done that. I think he's settling into the team really well. I'm not sure about him um, starting every single game. I'm, I'm not comfortable uh, with the strike options that we currently have going into the rest of the season with the uncertainty that's surrounding Morelos, although I do think that he will still play a part. I think he'll 
I think he'll get back to fitness and he'll he'll be a big part of the team. Kemar Roof's injured again. I mean, it's one of the ones that when he comes back, you don't know how long it's going to be before he's out again. For me, I would definitely begin into the transfer market before Thursday and try to find another striker. But I'm a big fan of Cholak. I think he's a... I think, I mean, he's almost a light... Um, he, he was a light for like way Cedric Kitten wasn't he? But he's, he's an absolute upgrade. Um, in terms of the price, I think we basically got our money uh, the money that we go back for it, and we've just went and spent on him, and it's 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 a good piece of business when you look at it like that. Yeah, I, we basically got the Croatian Chris Boyd. That's what we've got. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of that's kind of what's happening. A bit better looking. A bit better uh, looking. Sorry, Boydie. Way 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 better here. I mean, you know, let's no let's no shy away for that. Perfect here. Um, Robbie Logan says, let's not forget Latoury was also in a yellow when he came out of the foul. That should have seen him sent off or given a second yellow. Ah, that's a good point, mate. Forgot all about that. And look who's in the chat, the Wasp. Um, currently on honeymoon in NYC, but still finding time bing to bong. watch the Rangers Air podcast. What a guy, a bing bong indeed. Um, and Robbie Logan says again, obviously Lawrence was good as touch for Davis's goal was sublime. Agreed, yeah. and that was that was a fanta- another fantastic team goal in eighty minutes. Stephen Davis, obviously making a late run into the box um, and finishing. It was a cracking finish as well. Um, just a, just a, Davis. just a great a great all round team performance and something I hope we see. A lot more of, um, particularly um, at Ibrox, but obviously away from home as well. That's that's kind of the key. And like you were saying, Jeep, you know, we need, you know, we need to, we need to be in the market looking to 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 fill those areas where we are weak because squad rotation is going to be key for success across all the competitions that we're that we're competing in uh, just now. Um, and you know, we need we need layer. Um, but also depth. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes over the over the next few days. Obviously, Ross Barkley is a is a latest rumor. Um, what's your what's your thoughts thoughts on that, Blue? <laughs> Somebody's walking past the window. That's what it is, and he's just held them, and that's him. He's doing it the window. Just. I think he just uh, amused me. <laughs> sorry, uh, oh Ross Barkley. Um, no. Honestly, I am so. I'm so on the fence. As as the days went on, I've thought about it and I'm thinking, no. And then I'm thinking, well. And then I'm thinking, no. Honestly, I don't I don't know, man. I really I, I'm actually I'm really, really on the fence. I think I'm more leaning towards no. And it's just with the history of players of that calibre coming to Scotland. Um for both Rangers and Celtic. There's, we've seen it so many times over the year. Um, that a player of that quality that you think, oh my god, this is going to be great. I mean, Aaron Ramsey being the latest, and it just doesn't work out for them. Um, I'm so on the fence with it. I'm, I'm maybe like 52% leaning towards no. It doesn't really fill me with much excitement, but if he signs, I'll be very happy if he proves me wrong. Well, and the only yeah. thing, the difference with him compared to the last handful of transactions like that is he is only 28. Yeah, See, and, I, I would have thought he was a lot older. I don't know. It just seems like he's been around a lot, a lot longer, doesn't he? Yeah. I and this is the thing, you know. One of one of his major issues is, um, without being too direct, is he likes the social life, similar to Jack Grealish, you know. Um, and I think that's that's been his biggest problem in terms of his career progression. Um, he played twenty seven games, I think, uh, for Aston Villa when he was on loan there. Um, so he's clearly got the legs to play a season. If he applies himself, and that's and that's the key for me, you know, he's he's clearly a, a footballer who has fantastic ability, uh, right. you know, otherwise he wouldn't be at a club like Chelsea. So, you know, I think if he comes, 
you know, he'll get her back in 100%, but it's how he applies himself as to whether or not it's going to be a successful loan spell for him. And I would hope that, you know, the opportunity to play in the Champions League and things like that would be enough for him to do that. But, but you know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like you, Jeep, as well. You know, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. The only good thing is if he does come on loan, right, and he's, I don't know how long he's got his contract at Chelsea, um, but if it's like final year type thing and he's looking for his next move, he is 28. So he, the next move he gets will be his last opportunity for a larger type move. So you have a player that might be super motivated um, instead of just somebody who is trying to get some games under his belt for a World Cup, like you know some Welsh guy. If I'm if I missed something, did I not see a tweet earlier on that it was released? His contract. That's what I thought that they had released, but I there's probably something where Chelsea still owns the rights to his contract. They're just. Unless I've unless I've been duped by one of the uh, fake accounts that go about, I thought um, I definitely seen a tweet earlier on saying that he had been Released. that him and Chelsea had came to a mutual agreement to terminate his contract. Yeah, possibly. Um, aye, and if that's the case, then it's it's you know it's aye, that was what I thought. But just when you were saying they're loan, I thought if I've been du- if I've been duped well, here with one of the fake even Twitter, a six month even a six month contract right to the end of the year, he's playing this yeah. season for his next contract. You know, you use Rangers as a stepping stone. It's good, ah, it good might be decent for him to come up and yeah. uh, rejuvenate his career. That's right. I will think of all that um, three-match package hospitality money that could uh, fund his wages. You know what I mean? He, he could be all right there. Um, mm. could be a could be a goal. <laughs> could be a goal. <laughs> uh, I, I could I could talk about that all night, but I'm not going to. Um, right. Robbie Logan says, "I would say no to Batley. His attitude is abhorrent, <laughs> and we don't need guys like that. Guys like that can ruin a dressing room." Um, I I mean. I'm not sure what he's like in the dressing room, mate. To be honest, obviously, I know um, from his, you know experience that he's, like I said, he likes he likes the social, which also might be a good or a bad thing depending on um, how he performs at Rangers. Right. But you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, we're all and, we're all on the fence. I would agree. Yeah. And stepping back one step, I, you know, talking about Cholak, I would like to see him playing maybe a little bit less, and I would like to see fashion out in the field. Hmm. I mean, I know he can have some really poor touches and can make some absolutely horrible decisions, but he was a sub last year, you know, barely started any games. How many goals did he score? How many assists did he get? Plenty. I thought he did very well for the amount of minutes that he had. Yeah, when you look at the stats, his goal involvements last season for the amount of minutes he played, it was actually one of the highest uh, throughout the squad it was. And this should be the time that he gets used because Morelos and Roof are both on the bench. I don't. I don't think Gio's a very big fan of him. I've got to be no, honest. Probably. Not. Um, I think when you're looking at things like Saturday, I mean, you can go back as far as last season that, um, especially in our Europa League run, we were kind of towards the latter stages yet without a striker, and he can play up front, and right. he was he was happy to pick a Rebo to play there instead of a guy that can play as a striker. Um, I think on Saturday it was evident as well when Cholak it took off and Lawrence was pushed up. That would have right. been the perfect opportunity to put fashion on. I don't think the manager's a fan. Um, I like I like Sakala. I like fashion. Um, he has his moments. Um, that's it. Cheers, mum. Uh, Cheers, Maz. Uh, fashion, fashion has his moment. He has his moments of absolute brilliance where you think, God, there's a bit of pleather. But I just, I don't think he's got a great footballing brain. I noticed that it was away from home last season. I think Braga, like his runs, you were just, you were needing him to make runs into the corner for the players to hit the ball. I and mean, I seen, 
I seen Tavin Golson giving him at tight, but he's just no got a great football and brain. He just doesn't. He's no switched on. He's constantly caught offside and stuff like that. Yeah. But when he get when he gets the ball at his feet and he's running at players, he's good. He's dangerous. You'd think what can he do here? But there's just something missing, and I, I just kept saying it last season. He just needs to sharpen up. Like there's right. just there's just something not quite there. And I thought, I don't know if Gio's just losing a wee bit of patience with him, but. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I just think I think we would have just seen a bit more of him if he was in. But even if, if was I would just like plans. to see him come in towards the end of the games, even if it's for the last fifteen minutes, just just so that maybe he can figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I still I, think he I think, did well for the minutes he had. Yeah, I think um, as as Jeep kind of touched on that, his 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 major problem is is he's not a very technical player. Yeah. He's somebody who's who's very direct. He's got pace. He's got a finish. You know, he's he. he he does really good in the air, but but when you're required to you know manage a game, I right. don't think that's where his strengths are, and I think that's why he's not been used. But actually saying that, I would I would be very surprised not to see him start tomorrow night um, sure. in the cup. I wonder I wonder if that'll be his kind of um, arena, if you like, to to try and shine. But um, yeah, I just don't I just don't think he's got that he's got that technical brain um, where you know he's required to do different roles at different times of the game. Um, I just don't think he's got that in him. He's got one one mode, and it's accelerate, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think there was a there was a time at the, at the end of the um, the Scottish Cup semi final against Celtic last season. We were two one up. There was about three three seconds left in the in the clock, and he was running at the Celtic defender who had just pulled up with an injury. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, just keep the ball. Right. Keep the ball, go into the corner, just play it, no. and he tried his his game management was just really, really poor. Yeah. And it's just things like that. His decision making, I think, is yeah. really just really needs to improve. Agreed. Aye. But, um, hopefully, hopefully he does that over the course of the season. That's if he stays with us. Obviously, there's still a few days left of the windy, um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, so, any more? Any other thoughts on uh, Ross County before we move on? I was surprised Jordan White didn't. Start. I don't know if he picked up an injury or something. I, I was surprised he didn't start for Ross County. Just because of how many goals he's four or five goals versus Rangers, I think in the last two years or something. So, but no, that's it. I'm, I'm nodding Driggs because I had no idea who you were talking about there, and I was just like, "Is, he, is Rangers got a youth player coming through or something?" Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> talking about, talking about Driggs. Um, he's twenty twenty six for Ross County. He's, yeah, he's one of their forwards. He's he's always done really well against Rangers, and he's a handful. That's a Doug telling you. Dog don't, agrees too. Don't speak about the opposition again. He says that's what Doug's saying. Right. <laughs> so looking ahead to tomorrow, Driggs. Right, we've got uh, Queen of the South, obviously, in the Premier Sports Cup second round. It's a 1945 kickoff, and that's not the year. Um, live on Premier Sports One and One HD. Um. Queen and South are coming off the back of a 3-1 defeat to Falkirk, where the manager said that after Falkirk scored the first goal, their heads went down, uh, which isn't a good um, a good indicator for uh, them versus us, if um, obviously we score. So it could be a cricket score. They did get a win against Peterhead, and they have had two draws against Airdrie and Montrose, respectively. Um, but they're not having, they're not having great fun. No, they're sitting eighth. Who scored the second goal in the Falkirk game? John. No, Juan Allegra. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. You should. He's on loan. From Rangers, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good, man. And I think, um, you know, if, if I was to if I was to go down the predictions route, I know I often joke about it being 11-0 and stuff like that, but there's a real possibility 
that it could be it could be a very very high scoring game. Um, and I'd probably go conservative at eight. What about you, Jeep? Tomorrow, uh, I'll go. Nah, four. I'll say four now. Four drinks. This could be one of those games that they have everybody sitting back, and it's super frustrating. That being said, the players that we have, Lawrence and Tillman, if they're starting, which I don't know if both of them are, I think it's a little, they can unlock the team a little bit more. But I think it could be a frustrating game, but I think it'll end 3 0. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see um, Young Divine get a start as well. Yeah. I think the first um, 60 minutes is going to be rumored. super frustrating. Yeah. And I think Did you see the reports today about the. Sorry, drugs. No, good. Did you see the reports today about the right back? Is it Zakovsky? Yeah. Zakovsky. 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 That's a Bond villain, isn't it? <laughs> um uh, it's looking like he's going to be leaving in that and I think I think the I think the uh, man the management staff are really impressed with the boy Divine and I think they're happy with um him being a secondary right back so we'll probably all see him tomorrow, I would imagine. Yeah, agreed. Uh, he's very um, much likened to um Nathan Patterson. He's a kind mm-hmm. of a, a template and obviously it's good to show a route uh, through for um, the youth into the first team and uh, hopefully we're you know the same with him. I, I, I like games like tomorrow. I mean, um, I like I like games like this when, I mean, because I imagine players like King and that will play. I think King handles himself quite well. I think we'll see him yeah. and stuff Agreed. like that will be good. Definitely. Lenny Campbell Lenny. says, same snags. I'm assuming that she means my prediction of 11-0. Everything. Um, she disagrees with everything. <laughs> everything that Snag says, I agree. Scott Rollo says, my daughter Lucy's first game tomorrow. She's absolutely buzzing. Oh, what a game Magic. as well for her to go to. Magical. Love it. Absolutely magical. Love it. Calvin Bennett says, lovely dog, Jeep. Obviously, second yeah, appearance there on the podcast there for, for Blue tonight. The podcast um, mascot. That's right. Lenny Camel said, I'd also like to see McCann play some part tomorrow. Agreed. That would yep. be fantastic, actually. Yeah, he's on fire Same. for Eve at the moment. So, yep. the B team. Um, it'd be good to see him as well. Is there anybody in particular you want to see, Driggs? Queen of the South player, perhaps. <laughs> Daddy no, I, honestly, that. I think they're probably going to put out their strongest starting 11, obviously. They don't have any B team players. <laughs> True that. Um, True that. I mean, obviously, I think I think Red Van probably will start. Yeah. I I I'll don't want to so. see Goldson start, but you need some continuity in the back four. Um. What about Zach Lovelace? I don't think he can. He hasn't featured lately. He's only been featuring in the European mm. benches, right? Maybe it'll come I think to make up knowledge. to make up those oh, yeah. numbers, um, but yeah, I think King and Divine. I think they'll play for yep. sure. Agreed. Good, and let's and let's hope it's um, a rousing eight-two as Kenneth Elliott says. I hope we <laughs> see Scott Wright two goals. Start. I hope we see Scott Wright start because that means he's not going to start on the weekend. That's a good. Alan McGregor. Aye, bring back Shaga. He'll um, be the captain. Lenny, Lenny Campbell says, no, I meant Driggs talking about the Ross County player. <laughs> I will. Amen to that. Long may it continue, Driggs talking about Ross County players. That's why he's here. That's right. Driggs. That's right. Agreed. Cool. So, um, if there's nothing else, we'll go to shout-outs. Have you got any shout-outs? What's a shout-out to me? Maui Ma, since you commented. She'll probably be watching. So, shout-out to me. Is feeling better, Jeep? Maui Ma and da. I think yeah. I spoke. I spoke to my my dad earlier on um, about the football. And funnily enough, 
Jeg tenkte nede, ja, skal vi huske filmen? Trolling. I totally forgot. See when I phoned him actually, I was like, oh, you know, your work I forgot. My dad's after COVID. I was like, oh, you know, your work I forgot. I just, I was phoning you to talk to you about the football. Listen, I'm sure a bit. I hope you're all well. Because it was the three of them, wasn't it? It was your mum, dad, your sister. My mum, dad, and my sister all caught COVID at one time. Which is quite a bad one, eh? As well, they were quite unwell, but the Omicron in it but um, I'm going to give a shout out to Wasp and Laura who are currently enjoying their honeymoon in NYC uh, off to Barbados next as well not jealous at all nope. um, that's for you Wasp there. that's might be yellow taxi that's for you yeah it's more than the yellow taxi but I uh, we miss you mate and uh, we hope you have a have a fantastic time Driggs you got any shout outs mate shout out to Adidas for the World Cup kits coming up this year they look good they look real good Real good. Actually, it would have been interesting if Scotland had uh, had made it because uh, Adidas really, yeah. The Spain goalkeeper kit is the uh, Andy Gorham keeper kit, essentially. Mm. Just different nice. colors. Uh, but all, all the Adidas kits this year for the World Cup are fantastic, where the Puma kits are the worst pieces of garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. Speed of a Puma, 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 Puma. Drizzy, I'd just like to say that the top that you're wearing for 06, 07, I've not seen that for a long time, which is kind of what this one is based off it, and I forgot so, how much I like that top. Oh, I love the, the crest in the middle. That they done it, they done it. Sorry, right. I had to get when about that time, some teams were just fly on their crest right in the middle. So I originally uh, started by wearing my original top. He did. Because I've got this, but it's it's a large, and it's like a early 90s large, right? So it's, it's like... an extra large. So the sleeves are as big as my head, and it just fits weird. And the neck has this little button thing, so I just had to get rid of it. Where these Umbro tops, um, I have a few of them. They're some of the best fitting tops yeah. I've ever had in my entire I, life. I don't, the, I don't remember the, them ones. The fit and the tailor, I've got a whole slew of them. I have like the baby blue one. I've got a Nacho Novo on the back with the cup patch on it, and they're just fantastic fitting tops. Yeah, Umbro pre Nike, fantastic. Sweet as we should do a, the umbro do top, a, the umbro tops that we had one at that time were actually some of the nicest tops. Unbelievable, like yeah, amazing. We, we should have a retro top night where we just talk about shirts. Driggs, you you can run that podcast. That's fine. Yeah, I can you do. You are that. the man. You are the nice. man. Aye, so I guess we should we should wrap this baby up. It's just a nice short one tonight. Um, and again, Sorry, thanks I was everybody. Again, guys. That's alright. Don't, don't worry about it, mate. You know the fact that you're here is all that matters to us. It's all that matters. Um, but I'll be billing you for time lost later on. Um, <laughs> so, I uh, thanks everybody that's tuned in and watching. Obviously, make sure you, you like and subscribe uh, to the channel if you can via the usual avenues like YouTube and all that. Carry on. Uh, links in the bios. Um, and all that's left for me to say is I've been Snags. That guy over there, he's been Jeeb. And the boy down there, he's been Driggs. And we've been the Rangers Air Podcast. See you probably on Friday, actually, to do a wee old firm uh, build up, so we'll see you then. Cheerio! Bing bong.